here we go. Live in five. Four. Add a title. That's legendary. That's legendary. That's legendary. That's legendary. That's legendary. Nah. Yeah. Y'all uh, actually won uh, an award, um, the Boss Max 2009 Ohio Hip Hop Award. Y'all won for that media outlet thing. Man, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> like, y'all won. <laughs> he didn't even know he won. <laughs> nah. What'd you say? Who was it? You won the Boss Magazine 2009 Ohio Hip Hop Award. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> That's legendary. That's legendary. That's legendary. That's legendary. Yo, what's good, Josh? Your boy Dash Resource, aka Peanut, man. I'm here with my man Stacking Smith. What's good? And we're here with another legend, bro. I swear to God, look, bro. I know I always say that we got a legend here that's hired other legends, but come on, my man. We about to give it up for my man. Derek Big Shep Shepherd, man. How you What's kid? going on? What's going on? Right? Strong, boy. Come on with him, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, here at the Legendary People Podcast, we like to start off by honoring our legend by finding out your origins, man. So, like, where did you grow up at? I grew up here in Dayton, over there by, you know, John Will Park, over there over Denlinger in okay. the Free Park area. Um, you know, nice neighborhood, mm -hmm. decent, you know. Born and raised, mm -hmm. you know, but it's all good. Okay, uh, um, so, like, what was it like growing up over there? Um, it, it was cool. You know, um, a lot of kids, of course, you know, back in our day. Um, peaceful neighborhood. Everybody got along. Mm -hmm. You know, back then, everybody got along from every parts of the area. You know, I grew up with some some good guys, great guys. Mm -hmm. Some that smell, you know, rest in peace, Dante, Ralph, hey, right. you know, Watson, mm -hmm. the Edward boys, mm -hmm. Chris, Jay, and Jeff, you know. Yeah. That neighborhood was full of people that we still are really connected to this day. Yeah. So it was, it was a nice neighborhood. I wouldn't trade it for for anything. Man, that's super dope, man. So, um, like, what kind of activities did like y'all do like around that time? Like, uh, like, like <laughs> younger years, like like elementary age. Uh, what we did a lot was we played basketball, John Wolf Park. John Wolf Park, yeah. You know that was like one of the meetup spots mm -hmm. for that area, that part of Dayton. You know, per se. Um, you know, of course, you know, back in the day. Like Kerry said a, a week or two ago, you know, we played, you know, football in the street, tackling the grass, you know. <laughs> you played uh, Winnipeg, you know, a little baseball in the street, you know, curveball. Oh, the yeah. stuff that these kids today have no idea. I just busted my son's ass <laughs> in curveball this just two days ago. I had to show him I still got it, bro. Yeah. You know, I had the yeah. last one over the back of my head. Jane, you know, he watched it. But anyway, so, 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 so like, y'all didn't have, like, a normal childhood growing up. So, like, you had your mom and your dad there as well? Yeah, I had both parents, you know. Um, very, very good household. You mm -hmm. know, my, my parents was the parents that all my friends fell in love with. There we go. You know what I'm saying? They, uh. You know, excuse my language, you know, they was allowed to whoop your ass if you got in trouble, you go. know. <laughs> but everybody loved James and Arthur Reed Shepherd, though. Right. So, um, were you the only child? Or you have, uh, no, I got, I got an older sister and an older brother. Okay, so you're um, the child. I'm the baby. I'm the, oh, the baby. I'm the, the, the mailman's baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on. That, that's, that's how we call it. You know, it's, it's a big gap between my brother is the middle child, mm -hmm. and me and him is 11 years apart. Oh, wow. So... Hey. He always teased me to this day, saying I was the oops baby. So, but it, but it's you know what I'm saying it's all good. You know I'm the baby, but I'm the biggest. Right. You know, so it was it was a nice household growing up. So so what was it like having like a brother that was that much older than you? I mean, did he kind of like set you up good, or was he kind of like picking on you a lot? Uh, both of them picked on me a lot, but they I mean that's what you're supposed to do to the, the younger sibling. You know yeah. what I'm saying they took me under their wing. You know he wrestled. So he wrestled at Meadowdale, and what he used to do, he used to practice on me. So, <laughs> you know, and my sister, she was a basketball standout, track standout. So, mm -hmm. I, you know, she took me around with her, and all her friends fell in love with the, the little brother, you know, right. stuff like that. But, I mean, it, I mean, it was nice, you know what really? I'm saying? You know, a lot of kids these days don't have it like that, but even though days and times change a lot, mm -hmm. so, you know, all you can do is tell them the stories. Right, <laughs> right. You know. So, um... 
So, so where'd you go to elementary school at? I went to Bellhaven. Bellhaven. Bell Sweet Bellhaven. Sweet Bellhaven. And then I went to Fairview. Fairview to View. And then yes, went sir. to Meadowdale. So, so, uh, so of course, another Meadowdale Landon yeah, yeah, alumni yeah. here. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's Meadowdale gang water. in here, man. <laughs> huh? It's Meadowdale gang, bro. Yeah, everybody went to Meadowdale. Everybody went, everybody went there. You know, no disrespect to any other high school because we all got along back then. You know, just because you went to Dunbar or Patterson or Colonel White, mm -hmm. you know, Belmont, we all got along. Right. So, um, but let's go back to elementary school. So, are you playing sports in elementary school? No. Okay. I didn't play sports till I got to Fairview. What were some of your interests back then? Nothing. Nothing just, at just all? Hanging out in the neighborhood. There we go. <laughs> you know, we had, I was I was blessed to have uh, neighbors across the street that had basketball rooms. Mm -hmm. And for the people that grew up in the neighborhood, we used to always play basketball at this one house called the Big Backboard. The reason <laughs> it was a Big Backboard, because the Backboard was just a piece of wood that was probably about the size of the sign. <laughs> yeah. Am I lying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's where we played. They didn't care how late we was there, mm -hmm. as long as we didn't leave no trash. That's where we played. That's or we went next door to the Cunningham's house mm -hmm. and played. You know, they had a bigger driveway, mm -hmm. but we played at either one of them houses. That paid. ain't at Stout's house, though, is it? Uh -uh. No, okay. Nah. No. So, um, so then you go into uh, middle school. So, so at Fairview, do you finally? Start to take basketball a little bit, serious uh, a little bit, or football? Well, like I mean, I played, you know, when we was coming up, if you was a big kid, everybody forced you to play. Yeah. Because your crew you hung around with. Mm -hmm. The crew I was with, you know. You was we, who loves light. Uh, you can say that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, they know who they are. It's too many. It's too <laughs> many today, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we always played football at the churchyard. Mm -hmm. At, um, I forget the name of the church, but it's right there on Free Pike and Broom Bar. Yeah. We used to play at the churchyard. Mm -hmm. So I used to go out there and, like I said, rest in peace, our homeboy Dante, mm -hmm. <laughs> no lie, would be the one that was cheating. Now, when I say cheating, he would wear pads underneath his sweatpants. Oh. <laughs> but he was like the rawest one out there. Mm -hmm. You can ask anybody. Mm -hmm. He had the heart of a lion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I used to be like, man, y'all crazy. Y'all here with no pads on. But now I look back on it. I wish I would. I never played. I will always go watch. Right. And, um, oh, man, you scared to play? Nah, y'all just crazy, you know. On TV, they wearing pads. Y'all here <laughs> hitting, you Not know what I'm saying? Yes. I was like, F that, bro. And then when I started playing, mm -hmm. I really didn't want to play with them because I'm like, I don't have no helmet. Right. So I thought I was, I ain't going to say I thought I was better than them, but I was right. like, I'm smarter than y'all. I'm not playing. Right. So, but, I mean, everybody used to come to the churchyard and play football. Mm -hmm. I don't care what neighborhood you was in, Sundays, noon, or 2 o'clock at the church, we was there playing football right. or Saturday mornings. Chef, so. I know we're still in elementary school right now, right? But when I met you, we was in the seventh grade. Legendary hands, yeah. All right. And you was always, I think you probably was the, probably the biggest the seventh biggest. grader, most likely, right? Yeah. Around in there. Yeah. So even though that you was the biggest kid out there on the field, was you the biggest kid or was there older kids out there playing? It was a couple older, but, I mean, as far as size-wise, I was probably one of the biggest. And you still had good enough sense to say, look, man, put, give me some pads. Hey, I'm playing. not doing that. They were, these guys <laughs> is out there hitting, bro. And I'm like, nah, I'm cool. Y'all just putting your head in there. Oh, Ralph be out there <laughs> Ralph, hitting. <laughs> Ralph and Tay was like the smallest cats, but they was the hardest hitters. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not, no. Mm -mm. And y'all want to throw me the ball? No. Y'all not <laughs> taking my legs out. I'm not doing that, bro. But it was cool, though. It was nice. So uh, are you following the trend of your friends are elementary school? Did they migrate to Fairview? You went with them, or was it kind of like a mom's decision? Well, well, back then, you had to go to the school that you lived in that area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Fairview was my middle school. Okay. You know, unlike now, well, you still got to do it now, but you got all these charter schools, too. Right. So it was just everybody within that, you know, circumference had to go to Fairview. Okay. You know, and then across the street, people went to Fairport. You know what I'm what? saying? So it was, what was it, like uh, Arlene was like a yeah. cutoff somewhere like around there. Street right yeah. there. Yeah, like one part of Arlene was Fairport. The other part was Fairview. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Cause, you know, Fairview was up on Philadelphia mm -hmm. right there. So it was just, it was a cutoff point. Right. But even then, we were still cool with everybody went to Fairport. Mm -hmm. Kaiser, McFarland. Yeah. You know, we were still cool with everybody, but you just had to go to the school where you grew up, you know, the neighborhood you grew up in. Right. So, um, 
Walk me through your first time in middle school. I mean, because, you know, like, there is a jump between elementary school to middle school. I mean, I mean, like, was there, like, a, you know, like a growing up period there for you? or was it? Nah, not really. Because, I mean, you know, like I said, back then, everybody got along. So it was just like, shit, we're just going to another school. Right. You know what I'm saying? We older now. We teenagers. Mm-hmm. That's that's all that was. You know, it wasn't no kind of fear or none of that because you still had your homeboys that you grew up with. Right. And in my neighborhood, like I said, we was very close. Mm-hmm. Everybody I grew up with, it was either my age or a year younger or a year older. Yeah. Like with Dante, Ralph, and Watson, they was just a year older. Mm-hmm. So when I got to Fairview, they was in eighth grade. It was Your still like home. Was already there. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm right. saying? So it was like home, and that's why we all stayed close. You know, right. even though I was at Bellhaven, they was in the seventh grade, I still would see them cats at 3.30 when <laughs> we all got out of school. So right, right. it wasn't like, you know what I'm saying, they went to a boarding school or something. You know what I mean? So it was just an easy transaction. Right. So during this time, is this like early 80s getting into the 90s? or Early, yeah, early late 80s. Late 80s. Yeah. So, 88, 87. Yeah, so, yeah. so, I mean – you know, there's a brick wall we always got to run into, which is the crack era. I mean, like, did you notice anything change? No. Really? Okay. I mean, because the days back then, you knew it was out there, mm-hmm. but it wasn't publicized, right. per se. You know, we knew a gang was out there back then. Mm-hmm. The dogs. I mean, right. <laughs> that's all we knew. That's all I knew. Right. But it wasn't like people just got beat up or stuff like that. I mean, it wasn't as bad as what it is now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So Jeff, did anybody just, ever approach you, bro, to try to get you to start selling crack, bro? Nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't never changed, bro. He, he would ask something like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, nah. though, because yeah. you, Shep's personality, bro, is humble. Humble, man. Good, bro. Uh-huh. Solid. Yep. The reason probably why Shep never had to worry about Fighting and shit like that, cause ain't nobody about to try to fight me, bro. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, of course, some people probably get tried more than others. But Shep, number one, like I said, humble, good, bro. He ain't the type of person to get into a bunch of a bunch of mess, right? But it is interesting to see if anybody ever tried to rope him into that, because even Michael Wright said that people was. Coming yeah. at him where they try to get him to sell yeah. crack or even yeah. sometimes it ain't necessarily that, but a fiend might come to you and be yeah. like, you got something? Right. <laughs> like, somebody might have like, pulled I mean, up I on you like that. Though. It, it, you know I wasn't really exposed to stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just because, you know, my upbringing. Right. Yeah. You know, I was scared of my mom and pops. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was one of them kids that you had to be home before the street light came on. Yeah. And there wasn't no jumping in your front yard and you hear that. Here, turn it on. It was yeah. I had to be in the house, right. and you know some. You know, it, it's. Did you get in trouble? Did I yeah. mean like I was spoiled, but I, I I was spoiled. I'll put it that way. Okay. So I didn't push the envelope. Did you know? Did you know by experience? Because our parents, man, we would get whoopings. Oh yeah, we I would get. Kids, you know what I'm I saying? would get whooped if I didn't wash the dishes. Right. So, so to this right, day, so I'm you, like OCD about dishes. <laughs> right. You know, you can ask my wife. I'm sitting here like. Man, it's a cup in there. Yeah. <laughs> I hate so it. So you did get in trouble where you oh. had corporal punishment. Oh, man. My dad woke me up with a belt out of my sleep. <laughs> what? I wish my mama was. That's something that my mom would always walk tell walk. me. Walk. Hey, that's hey, that's this story, right? <laughs> 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 We're going to let you run for that, right? So, <laughs> so walk us through dad waking you up because. I didn't wash the dishes. Okay, okay, okay. So 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 were you playing sports at this time? Because yeah. like, you kind of. Okay, okay. I, was, I mean, my dad didn't care. My dad, like I said, my dad was the coolest cat out there. Right. God rest his soul. He was the coolest cat. Man, mm-hmm. shout out to Pops. But man, he Pops, man. demanded respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you do your chores. I mean, this is what he said. You stay out of trouble. You get good grades. You play sports. You get whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say I was sport. Right. You know, I had to play football. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a no-brainer. Every big kid back then had to play some. Mm-hmm. Had to play football. Basketball was my first love, cause that's all we did as kids. Yeah. So I played basketball, and then if you, like, he remembered the teams I was on. It was cool to just be part of them teams. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We was like, I hate to say this, cause I know we weren't that good, but we was like the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. Even at Fairview. Right. Man, our eighth we had a squad. Here. Yeah, we did. So yeah, we did. Just to be part of the team was cool. Mm-hmm. And I even did track. 
Now I didn't run, so you ain't got to ask. I'm about to wait a minute. I did shot put a discus, so I didn't have to get a job. Okay. Kept my grades up, did what I had to do. My parents was cool. But my dad, he was just. What was that thing? I mean, no, he was, that's why I said I wish my mom was here. Because my mom was like, she felt so bad for me. But it, I just didn't do my chores. Mm-hmm. And I was sleeping. He got up, got some water, and saw them dirty dishes. <laughs> came in the back. Wow, wow. Get up and wash them dishes. I'm like, Your oh, man. So I'm in, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Thinking I'm dreaming. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's just. <laughs> That's some of the stuff that we went through back in our day. Right. That sometimes, you know, in today's time, you know, some of these kids are not blessed enough to have both parents. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, some of these kids are getting raised by their grandpa, their meemaw, pawpaws, mm-hmm. or aunties. Yeah. Some of them getting raised by their big brothers. Yep. You know, and yeah. it's just, that's the way back. the days of time has become. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, I feel very blessed to have both parents. Mm-hmm. I feel very blessed to have friends that wasn't no troublemakers. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know nothing about no juvenile detention, none of that. Mm-hmm. You know, when we was in high school, if somebody was missing for a week, we just thought they got expelled or something. Right. You know, we didn't know they was locked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I could, I'm, to be honest, I couldn't even tell you one person that was locked up that I knew of when I was in school. When did you get to your first fight? Georgia Tech. <laughs> so I wasn't, wow. I mean, he'll tell you, I was like the general giant. Right, I mean, cause uh, because in high school you got voted as the friendliest. Man, I'm just cool with everybody. Like the most friendliest, like yeah. uh, you know, like the yearbook thing. Yeah, he's voted most friendliest. I'm Bro, just cool you with know everybody. Man. <laughs> I Bro. mean, cause my my dad always told me, if I don't like you, mm-hmm. you'll never know. Yeah, I just don't. Excuse my language. I just don't have to fuck with you. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna still treat you with respect. Mm-hmm. Cause you might see me one day with a flat tire on the freeway. You know what I'm saying? And if you stop, thank you, bro. Right. It is what it is. Handshake, yeah. go on about your business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the way he, he raised me. That's the way my mom raised me. And shout out to Pop. You know shout what I'm saying? Shout out to Pop because like, so that is a just, very legendary thing. We gonna go to- well, one thing that I wanted to kind of go back to waking you up, right? <laughs> I think, Never fails. Man, what, what, your, what, what your dad was doing was he was – making you fear consequence at that point. Mm, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's why bro, he didn't have to worry about you making bad choices. You see what I'm saying? Because he knew, he was like, let, let me make sure son, son know if he do make mistakes, man, that there will be a consequence. And the consequence may not come from me. You know what I'm saying? And it just registered home with you, man. Like, And going to the Georgia Tech where he said, when was your first fight? Bro, that made me think about my grandfather, bro. Man, my grandfather was on his deathbed, bro, and he was probably maybe a month or two from passing away. Mm-hmm. And we was talking about something, and my grandfather said he had never been in a fight. What? Man, my granddad was 94, 96 maybe. That's how he I said, I ain't never been in no fight. I was like, what? what? He said, bro, I ain't never been in no fight. That's My grandfather, story. bro, do you know how polished it is, bro? For him to be able to say. What's that? And it's and somebody of Shep's size being able to intimidate, being able to just be bully or have that, have that one type of mind frame where you just trying to just be like mm-hmm. just a fucked up person. Bro, he don't got none of that in him, bro. Right. Like that's legendary. That's that greatness. Legendary. That's genius. That's discipline, bro. <clears throat> shout. Yeah. Big shout out, bro. For real. Yeah. Um I mean, and it's crazy because you know, so I have a son, he's at Ponis now, and I actually was talking to him about the same thing cuz you know said he get into it with certain people yeah. and you know say he want to go to his girlfriend and vent and then he go to his friend and vent. I say why do you got to tell everybody you mad at this person? You can have a conversation with that person and get it over with, yeah. or you don't got to tell them at all. Right. That is your opinion of that person that you're allowed to have. You don't yeah. have to share anything you're feeling. So I guess I'm doing all right. Thanks, Chef. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Shout out to Pops, man. Yeah, man. So, um, so, so, uh, so speak about y'all Fairview team. So when did you know that y'all had like a real special team? We was just beating the hell out of everybody. Right? <laughs> I mean, we, we just had – Athletes, mm-hmm. you know, we have Rodney, 
Jackson in the middle of that. He was dunking. Had it dunk. Look, he was dunking when he was six. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he had a turnaround jumper that you couldn't stop. Mm-hmm. You know, you had TJ, who was like TJ the LeBron back then. He, he was. He was drive. He was so strong. I mean. We just had so many pieces that we just outplayed everybody. Man, every position. You know what I'm saying? Every position. And it bro. was just wow. it was just fun to be a part of. I mean, we would travel middle town, everywhere yeah. just to play people. And couldn't nobody stop us. Right. Yeah. You know, we I didn't do much. You know, I was just a even through high school, I was just the enforcer. Mm-hmm. I was just the dude that go in there, throw my weight around, and have fun with it. On our eighth grade team, though, you started sometimes though, didn't you? Yeah, sometimes. Just yeah. I think just Somebody probably well, got in trouble in school. I, when William <laughs> Wagner came to our team, it would be the Shep yep. and Bunky. Yep. Like those two was kind of like, yeah. like uh, Flint Tower. Well, they we would go like back and forth. We like the Rick Mahorns of the team. Yeah, they <laughs> the would Bill go. Bill Lambert. Bunky could actually play. Oh, at Bunky that point. was every. He was. He played. Played good in high school. Yeah, but we had my cousin Remy Gilbert. Yep. He was a big dog. Terrence Merriman. Well, we had he was like our two guard. Remy Point. Ter- uh, Terrence at the two. Mm-hmm. T.J. Rodney, and then you had either Shep or or Will yep. or Bunky, we call him, yeah, to come in to that that fifth position, like our big. So, uh, what did do do for your confidence growing up to have a successful team, and you know what I'm saying to try to the next level of high school? Like, what did it do do for your confidence then? I always had confidence, mm-hmm. but um, it was just I'm gonna be honest. When I gained my confidence when I started going to Roosevelt. Okay. Legendary Roosevelt, not Roosevelt Commons. That bitch they got down there. No, because my cousin, my cousin Kenny, they called him Shep Jordan. Mm -hmm. So he was like, you know, a legend at Roosevelt. So he used to take me with him. And, uh, you know, back then Roosevelt used to be deep. You get there at three, it's probably about 50 cats there. But he used to walk in and he would immediately play next. Mm -hmm. So he'd be like, if y'all want me to play next, you gotta pick up my little cousin. Big dog status for real. But it was just he let me play. Kate. He was like, "Whatever you do, you get the rebound and pass me the ball." Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to shoot. Yeah, <laughs> Remy said that you should have been in twelve fights with him, but you were scared of it. Oh, uh, <laughs> see, that's an, that's Uh-oh. another that's another. Ding 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 ding. I wasn't scared of him. He was just a loose. He he had a couple loose loose molecules. <laughs> Reem, you had that Napoleon complex, bro. We didn't know. You was like, uh, what's, what was that movie, Split, when dude had like eight personalities? Yeah. We didn't know what Reem we was getting, bro. One day you was just a cool cat. Next day you know you was the devil. Next day you know, next day you know you trying to preach to us. The next day you know you talking about let's go rob the bank. I didn't know what Reem I was getting. You know what I'm saying? Hey, tell us, man. Hey. But I, once we stepped in our court, though, because, hey, you was late, though. I'll give you that much. Man. But still, you ain't passed me the ball enough. <laughs> so I don't like you, bro. And I know you're sitting there laughing. He is. all these laugh emojis. <laughs> you know, he, he was a loose cannon. Yes, that Napoleon sir. complex. Right. <laughs> but at, at Fairview, um, so we know basketball, but you had started playing football there, too. Yeah. You did. Yep. How was you? Was you dominating at your position? I guess according to according to y'all, I was just playing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have no. I was just playing. All the boys played. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't go into playing sports like, oh, I'm gonna make something out of it. I was just playing to play. Was you playing offense and defense? Yep. Yep. Same both. Man. So was you sacking? Was you racking on the, uh, on the defense? You know what? Man? I was just. It didn't really click how good I could have been or how could how good. That yeah, I could become or yeah. that I became until I got to high school. Okay. You know, Same back then it was just like I was yeah, a big dude. Exactly. So I'm just pushing everybody, you know, yeah. get out of my way and laughing about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was really something to do. And, you know, just like basketball, we was winning. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was better than going home, sitting at home and having to cut grass every day. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. At least this way, I, I wasn't getting home to 6, 7 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? So. Did, did Fairview win a championship in football? Uh, yes, we did. I did? Think, I'm pretty uh, sure we did. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, but, you know, that was a long time ago. Yeah, for uh, sure. You know, the main thing back then was beating Fairport. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that Y'all was got like, that one game on the calendar that, you know what I'm saying, you circled mm-hmm. and that was for y'all. Yeah, you know, and that was because most of our homeboys went to Fairport. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because yeah. that uh, – D- uh, division divide yeah. whatever. Like we get the bus y'all 
and then I can see you tomorrow yeah. on your way. After, yeah. yeah so. so it was just you know that was our main focus a lot of times. So so most people hit you know what I'm saying like a growth spurt in high school. Did you hit one when you first went? I think I hit my growth spurt at five. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've always, always been big, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'll probably say probably around six, seven grade. I'll probably, you know, okay. grew some more. So how was that transition from middle school to high school? And and did you choose also for, I mean, did you get a choice this time? Or was it still depending on where you lived at? It still depends where you lived at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, you know, probably... Maybe if I had to walk from my house to Meadowdale, probably took 15, 20 minutes. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was still the homeschool, you know, the neighborhood school. But once again, everybody that went to Fairview and I'm going to Meadowdale yeah. along with cats, you know, that was at Fairport, mm-hmm. you know. Unlike Reem, he went to Colonel White, but uh, <laughs> I don't know how the hell that happened. But, <laughs> you know, but um, it, it was cool. It, it really wasn't a hard transition. You know what I'm saying? It was just... You went from being the team to freshmen to like looking up at all these older cats like, ooh, mm-hmm. okay, I want to be like them when I grow up. You know right. what I'm saying? But it was still, we were still wrecking stuff freshman year. Mm-hmm. You know, it so, was just. So, so freshman year, did you just play freshman or did you dress up? Oh, or? no, we didn't, did nobody dress varsity. We didn't nobody play varsity freshman year. We played freshman and maybe some reserve. Mm-hmm. But then sophomore year, that's when everything started rolling. Okay. Because half of us that was on the freshman team, when we became sophomore, we was all playing varsity. Who mm-hmm. was your freshman coach, Chef? Coach Graham. Coach Graham? I want to say it was Coach Graham. Okay. Okay, so... Um, so I could be wrong, though. Don't. <laughs> you know, that was... That was you, had, you had Terrence Oster uh, over there with you, too. Yeah, had me well, hooks, big hands, <laughs> big uh, ears. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, bone. <laughs> yeah. His pops was another good dude, too. Yeah. Spunk was a good dude, man. For sure, man. Shout out to my brother, T.A. Yeah. Spong, what's up, bro? Love you. And the crazy thing is both our dad's grave is right by each other. Wow. Really? Yeah. Like, side by side? I mean, not side by side, but maybe from here to the wall. Yeah. So you can say side by side, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, close He was a cool cat. He used to show up at our uh, middle school games with gators on with yeah. The silk suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the waves popping, mm-hmm. you know. But it, it was a good childhood. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Right. A lot of stories. A lot of stories. Well, that's what we're here for, man. I, I mean, you know, not not like oh, yeah, that, yeah, but yeah, just yeah. you know, yeah. just just growing up with cats. You know what I'm saying? That you still keep in touch with. You know what I'm saying? And you what are some still... of your friends that uh, growing up that you seen them take a bad turn for the worse, such, such as like they got into the game. Of, of dealing drugs and things like that, or I mean, like you kind of just kept the nobody. same core people and moved to yeah, the next. Pretty much nobody, right? I mean, if they did, they didn't let it be shown. Right? Yeah, it wasn't no, you know, I got all these Reebok Cortez. I mean, Cortezes yeah. or <laughs> yeah. you know, classic Reebok. It wasn't. I mean, it, I didn't know too many cats who made it known back then like these cats do now. Yeah, oh, come on, man. Like, <laughs> what we asked um, Michael Wright about the whole self-incrimination thing on social media. Oh, right. Like, come on, man. But, yeah, it's just, you know, but then in the same aspect, we have people that that looked out for you. If they knew you was doing good, they didn't bring no bad stuff your way. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they didn't want you to either mess up what you got going. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of role models back then. Exactly. Then, you know, what a lot of people have now. I mean, there's a lot of role models now, but some of these younger generation cats don't want to listen to them. Right. We you got people that rather talk to their phone than talk to the people. You know what I mean? Like, they will sit there and motivate you all they want to over their phone, yeah. but then you ain't out here active in the community. So, shout out to the brother Tony Ruby, uh, uh, Shaq. Shaq. Oh, my God. Oh, Bird. God. The legend. Oh, Bird. All my street soldiers yeah, out for there. Sure. So, <laughs> so, um, so now you're transitioning to, you know what I'm saying, like now y'all are playing varsity and stuff like that or dressing. Um, so uh, on a football field, you know what I'm saying, you're starting to get a little bit of notoriety. So uh, I did see that you was in the Dayton Daily newspaper of when, like, you committed. But before then, you was already starting to get letters from colleges and stuff? Yeah, I got my first three letters my sophomore year from Old State, Penn State, and Tennessee. How did that feel for you, and what did that mean to your uh, uh, family? Uh it was overwhelming, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, so this how this work? You know, mm-hmm. um, it was cool, but then at, at one point, it got 
I heard it got overwhelming to the point where your mom had to literally make a bedroom just for your letter. Yeah, we had a, a dresser drawer that would number. I wish I would have never thrown away so my son could see it. Wow. But it was just drawers full of letters that I didn't even open. Mm-hmm. Now, I was, it was cool to get a letter from Tennessee, and it was that, that Tennessee orange yeah. envelope. You know, it was, it, was, it was cool. But like I said, sometimes, you know, for the people that know me, I wasn't the one that, oh, you know. Everybody I don't think I would thought. Uh, well, anyway, but, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you wasn't but a big it was fan cool. of Ohio State at all. Well, no, I, I was going to commit to Ohio State, but um, John Cooper, he didn't. He said something that I didn't like, but I know it wasn't nothing bad to say. What did you he know, say? Well, my dad was having you know little health issues, and um, he knew that I was going to visit Georgia Tech, and he was like, "Well, what if your dad have another stroke?" And you down at in Atlanta, and not at Columbus, which I understand. I would have been able to get home quicker. quicker. But to me, that's not something that you would say mm-hmm. to a kid. And I know he didn't mean no harm by right. it. But I mean, and it was something to think about. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, I felt that you shouldn't have to say nothing like that to a kid mm-hmm. to try to get him to come. Right. Right. So then I was like, hmm, okay, you know, I agree with him. But then I was like. Hmm. Atlanta. It was a bad vibe in a way, though. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I had a lot of friends that went to Old State, you know, but it was like mm, Atlanta, Columbus. Yeah. Atlanta, Columbus. <laughs> right. And then I was like, well, I could go to Atlanta. I'm seven hours, seven and a half hours away. But my sister lived in Marietta. Oh, okay. So and then yeah. my dad's family, they all from Valdosta, Georgia. So yeah. I got family there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm, I like Georgia Tech, you know. Right. And then, um, one of my friends, Marco Coleman, Coleman. went to Georgia Tech. So, you know, I would talk to him, and it just – I just felt the vibe there. Mm -hmm. You know, I felt the coach, uh, Kerry Cadet, who was recruiting me, he came up. My mom cooked. He was a country dude. Mm -hmm. I just felt good vibe. You know, I felt a good vibe with Cooper and all the coaches up there, but I felt a special vibe with him because he kind of put me in the time – you know, the mind frame. Of my pops. Right. Okay. So him and my pops was just joking, laughing. I was like, okay, I like this vibe. Mm-hmm. So that's when I just went down there. So, um, so, so like, you know how your mom nudged you? Like, you know, she worked at Wilberforce. She was trying to get you to come down there. Uh, like, was, was any of that? Nah. Well. Nah, she, uh, it wasn't my, they, my parents let me make my own decision. That's super dope. And that's something that I did with my son. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to school with you. And that same thing they told me, you the one that got beat there. At least, you know, five years. Right. We're not the ones that's going to be going to class. So you make your own decision. Right. So and I just, oh, okay, go ahead. I felt the love. That's all. Mm-hmm. Hey, when, when a college is recruiting you, bro, one thing that always comes to my mind is uh, what's the movie with Jesus Shuttlesworth? Oh, he got oh, game. He got game. Now, I ain't asking, did they just rent out women for you? <laughs> but, Whoa. but uh, is it. Like, do they roll out the red carpet for you like that when you getting recruited to a college? What's the like, process of being recruited is what he's trying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He said roll like out on, a, on yeah. a college visit. <laughs> yeah. What's the courting process? Uh, to get? It's just basically they they show you a good time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you know they go they go bring you down like when I went to Georgia Tech. There we go. There we go. There we go. Like, like, there we go. Here we go. We yeah. get to. The, I went to Georgia Tech. We went to a basketball game. Okay. Okay. You know, so I saw Travis Bass and yeah, the Travis Barry Bass. Boys. All yeah. the, saw the atmosphere. Then we went to uh, club. did they? Did you get a chance to meet any of the college oh, yeah. players? They was there when I got there. Okay. So right. then we went to Club One Twelve. Okay. Yeah. So it's just they they take you to all the happening spots. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you know you they put you up in a fancy hotel and it's like oh wow you know mm-hmm. it's just they basically feeding you and telling you what you want to hear. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, I don't know what other schools do. I, it is what it is. So, you only went to one school? I went on three visits. Okay. Which I kind of regret not taking all five. Okay. I went, but. What were the five schools that you had to narrow down to? Was it West Virginia? It was West Virginia, Ohio State, Georgia Tech. Virginia, what was Virginia, it? Tennessee. West Virginia and Michigan. Yep. Oh, Michigan too. And um, I didn't go up on my visits because of basketball. Example. So I mean, so because we was number one in the state, okay, and I didn't want to miss no games. Oh, so okay. 
all my visits, you know, usually visits go from Friday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. I left Saturday mornings because we had a game Friday nights. Right. So I never missed a game. Mm-hmm. Dang, man. That's pretty uh, impressive. And then I just, I went to Old State. That's, you know, Big Daddy was my uh, my mentor. Mm-hmm. That's when I seen Eddie George. And I was like, who's this cat? They was like, he a tight end. Mm-hmm. A year later, he the running back. Running back. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? And ended up being a. No, yeah. running back. And then I went to West Virginia, but it was Christmas break, so there was nobody there. Okay. And then I went to Georgia Tech, which everybody was there, but I only spent one day there. Wow. So, so you did all that one day, like met the basketball players, went to uh, one twelve, uh, all that. Say that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just, you know, like I said, just because I didn't want to miss no game, like he'll tell you, we was rocking and rolling. So if you missed the game, you liable to miss about ten dunks. Yeah. You're liable to miss Carlos crossing over somebody. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's not. You know, so it was just you didn't want to miss it. <laughs> and, and for the like, for instance, I'm saying like I go to like you know what I'm saying my son's game as opponents, and they have the basketball atmosphere, but nothing is like the older gyms and the stumping in the bleachers and the nah. you know what I'm saying the missing, missing, miss, all that stuff was like nah. our crowds was unbelievable. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that. After us, it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. But our crowds, and Smith will tell you, it was if you didn't get there at least by the end of the freshman game or maybe the first half of JV, you was not going to get a seat. You standing up. You know, so like I said, I just played to stay in shape and to get a front row seat. Like, <laughs> I yeah. want to see my dogs, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And I played, mm-hmm. but it was just – you know, yeah, it was, it was like just a cool. Role, but yeah. More or less, it was like I mean, you it was a big, it was a big oh, role. Yeah. It was a big there we role. Go. But yeah, there we it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like you know. I didn't go out there and play, you know, three quarters. But right. I, I did my role. My role was going there and rebound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, throw my weight around. Right. You know, I gave some hard fouls, <laughs> laughed at it. You know, tried to take a charge, but I didn't fall. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Right. I just did it to have fun. Right. And, you know, and it, that's. The difference between the childhood, you know, Bro, what, then and now. What What was it like playing with a talent like Carlos Knox? Because man, he went on to play professionally, and he's at he at UC, yeah, UC right now yeah. as a coach. So, what was it like playing with Los, bro? Comical. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, comical. I mean, <laughs> I mean I, it's no other way to put it, man. Yeah. He, he was Los was he was a funny dude. Man, he is. It was never a dull moment with him. I don't care if we had to run a hundred sprints. It was never a dull moment. Mm -hmm. But come game days, he was locked and loaded. Yeah. No, I mean locked and loaded. He was shooting a lot. I'm just playing. (laughs) No, but he's not. But he 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 was really tuned in every game. Uh You you knew that you would get the most out of lock Mm -hmm. out of lows. So it was cool. You know, our senior year was well, junior and senior year was like. A team full of comedians. Mm-hmm. You know, our junior year we had E. Boykin. So, yeah. you know, he was a straight comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Shout but, you know, we had D. Boykin. Hall. Sure. We had Q. We had B. Martin. We had a squad. Yeah. And then to carry on to our senior year, then you got Andy. <laughs> yeah. Comical, but hell of an athlete. Yeah. We had Shawnee. We had so many parts mm-hmm. that it was just never a dull moment, but we all competed. Man. You know, we had Chuck Porter, Kip Hubbard, Sam. We yeah. had all of them. Yeah. You know, but it was never a dull moment. And we knew that we were, and this is no disrespect to any team that we played, but we knew we would face more talent going against each other yeah. than playing against, you know, any other team. Yeah. Now, I'm a firm believer that anybody, I'm going to say on our bench maybe, could have went to another school and if not started, played a key role. Right. Yeah. So we had that many athletes that – had go. Mm-hmm. Now, whether we played a lot or not, it is what it is. But we had enough go to the point that we pushed our starters mm-hmm. to be where they were. Right. So, and, uh, Coach Ward, <laughs> he had uh, his daughter was dating Anthony Hardaway, Hardaway right? Yep. Penny, yep. Didn't Penny Hardaway come to yep. the school? He came there and gave us buckets, but you know what I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. saying? <laughs> but it, it, it was cool. It was right. cool to see somebody, you know, back then we didn't know. We just knew Cab was going to Memphis. Yeah, but when you look at him, he's six seven, six eight, playing point. Yeah, we're like, man, this dude is he a, he a center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it, you know, we were there to see that. 
Uh, he was already kind of like he was well known. Though. He was well known, yeah, he was, he yeah. but like, I think he had like, like one more year. He went back and played another year or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like he he was a like definitely a celebrity when he was coming yeah. up. They made blue chips while he was still at Memphis. Uh, did he? Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. So it was like Benny Hardaway is at Meadowdale yeah. practice, and it and was it was major. cool. But yeah, he was giving us boxes though. Mm-hmm. That was that was a nice experience. Even though we was all like, "Wow, look mm-hmm. at this cat," you know what yeah. I'm saying? But it was, you know, it was cool. So up to this point, man, like your life is like a fairy tale up to this point because <laughs> you done duck and dodge all of the pitfalls. You got mom and everything like that, and dad holding you down. Um, Every team you jumping on, y'all winning, y'all. So, uh, how far did y'all go in y'all senior year? We didn't. We didn't make the playoffs. Okay. We never made playoffs. Um, sports back then was different. You had to damn near go. Well, it was based on computer points too. Oh, so you had to win out, basically. You had to basically go damn near undefeated mm-hmm. and play teams that could give you points. Right. You know, like. We, like my senior year, we had to go to Bloomington, Indiana to play a team. Mm-hmm. A lot of people didn't want to play. All right. We had a good squad. Right. But, you know, it was like when we lost, we would lose to out-of-state teams. Right. You know, like we lost to Lancaster. We lost to Bloomington or something like that. You know, the only city school that I lost to was the Dunbar. Mm-hmm. But senior year, we beat. There we go. That was the senior title. I mean, you know, the city title, but mm-hmm. it was always a good match with us. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was, it was just different. You know, not like now where damn near every school make the playoffs. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But it, it was a lot harder. And back then, everybody was D1. Right. So you faced good quality teams back then. You every, know what I'm saying? Every night. Yeah. Every every Friday night, it was like it was a showdown somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it was it was cool. So now you transition into so you graduate. Mom's happy. You already signed your attention letter. You in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Everything going good. What's your first year of college like? Hell, hell, it was hot. I like wait a minute. I mean, no, it it was a transition that was it was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I registered my freshman year, and I came home like every weekend. Mm-hmm. Cause that's when air trend came came about where you could get a round trip ticket for like 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. So I was home like every weekend. Was it more homesick or more like, I don't like here, ain't none of my friends here? It was homesick, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was spoiled. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a mama's boy. Mm-hmm. I'm a daddy's boy too, but I was spoiled. <laughs> so I would, I would come home, mm-hmm. you know, fly back on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Did that my whole, during the whole football season. So I got to a point where my parents were like, uh, you just got to stick it out. <laughs> So, you know, the people down there, I was cool with them. Because most of the people, most of the players that end up signing, Mm -hmm. we was all on the same visit. Right. So I was cool with all them. You know what I'm saying? It was just, I just wanted to come home. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a different pace. You know, you go from Dayton to Atlanta. Yeah, way faster. Way faster. Mm -hmm. That was something that I really wasn't used to. Mm -hmm. You know, you go in here, you got this club, you got this club, you got that club. We lived in Waffle House. We got this, you got that. Oh, man, it was fast. So, did you see something that was like wow when you first went there? That was like wow, like that's interesting. Was there anything like that? Like, like <laughs> the only thing that, that stood out to me, like he like okay, he got, we now we get to. Now the only thing that that, that stood out to me was Freak Nick. Oh, here we go. You know what I'm saying? That was that was something different. Shout yeah. to Kerry Ivy, man. So <laughs> he told about his experience down there. Oh, it was. Uh, DJ Ron Hunter told us a little bit about his experience down there. What was your experience like at Freak Nick? And you can uh, say it was a friend of mine. You ain't got to say it was you. All right. All right. I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of mine. It was, it was just a different atmosphere where there was no worries. Mm-hmm. Now, my freshman year, it was off the chain. Atlanta was basically just a free fall. Mm-hmm. You know, you might see some stuff here. You might see some stuff there. <laughs> but it was everybody got along. It was just a one big-ass party the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. To the point where we was Freak Nick happened during our spring football. Okay. Our spring football game was Freak Nick weekend. Oh wow. So we out there, you supposed to be saying one, two, we out there spelling out Freak Nick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Coach getting mad, like, like I know y'all going to hit the streets after this, but damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> man. It was just it was just one big party, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, so like I said, my freshman year, sophomore year. It was, uh, I'm trying to think, when, when was the Olympics? 96? 
Yeah. Okay. Nice so 93, 94, it was just a free for all. Mm-hmm. 95, they started to try to um, balance traffic out because they was preparing for the Olympics. The Olympics and they was building all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, freshman, sophomore year, it was just, mm-hmm. just one big ass party mm-hmm. where you were see anything you can imagine, mm-hmm. you saw. Right. Yeah. And I'm just let your mind go like that. Anything you can just imagine. And in my head, I'm like, yeah. I mean, anything. Yeah. From, from. I went. From, oh, let's see. Oh, I did. Look, it, it was, this how, this this funny story. All right. You can ask Bone about it. Yeah, here we go. Bone came down from college. He brought all his homeboys. They drove an Astro van to Atlanta. They get down there. They come to my spring game. They thinking they gonna see me play, you know. Then I kind of made a name for myself. Yeah. I didn't play the spring game. Right. I'm sitting on the sideline chilling. Right. You know, we went out in the streets and they was passing out Wu Tang stickers because that's when Wu wear yeah. and the Wallabies and yeah. all that yeah. came out. Yeah. They put a sticker on the side of the Astro van. Uh-huh. Everybody thought that we was part of Wu Tang. <laughs> so everybody was taking pictures. <laughs> Where, where's Mathematics? Where, we're ODB. <laughs> so we riding around, got the windows up, windows tinted. Yeah. They didn't know who the hell we was. So it was just, I mean, it was that crazy, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it was like. Everybody running, putting titties on the glass and everything. Everything, bro. Yeah. Everything. I mean, it was that wild. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to be honest. I'm watching what I say. I got family watching. Of course. But it was that wild where the freakiest thing you could think of, you saw. Right. Never seen any violence right. unless it was somebody. Right. One of them pushed one and he just passed out. Right. Other than that, you didn't see none of that. Mm -hmm. You could walk down the street and see (laughs) nudity, just whatever you see. You just be like, wow. You you just going to do that right there? I'm going to sit here and watch you. I mean, it was like that. It was like that. You know what I'm saying? But then, 95, Mm -hmm. they started directing traffic onto the freeway Mm -hmm. to keep, keep them out of the city where they was building for the Olympics. Really didn't stop nothing. Right. Cause you had people grilling on seventy five. What? Because traffic was at a standstill. Oh yeah, so we want to be out there. Yeah. So it was just, but it was still fun. Mm-hmm. It was easy for us to take us right downtown. Mm-hmm. So I could see it in my dorm, look out my window, see seventy five. So I just yeah. walked to the party. Wow. You know yeah, what I'm it saying? was just traffic jam. Yeah. The whole. I mean, you pop out your car and just walk through. Walk wherever. Pull up, walk up to cars, kicking it. You. I mean, it was just. It's it was just, just completely important. lit. Everything just lit everywhere. That everywhere you went, amazing. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was yeah. super, so super. It, cool. it was fun. I wouldn't trade it for the world. You no, know, even to this day, people ask me, "Do you regret going to Georgia Tech?" No, never. Well, y'all didn't go to a bowl game to your senior year. That makes it even sweeter. Because mm-hmm. not saying that it would have gotten old, but when you do something your last year, yeah, it makes it better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. Yeah, it's kind of no like you, 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 know you finally saying? overcame and was able to achieve yeah. what you was like, looking for. At our, my senior year at Tech, they went to like eight, nine straight bowl games. So we look at it like we started the trip. Right. You know, so it, I mean, Atlanta, shout out to Atlanta. It was fun. Man, so was you, was, you, was you in Atlanta when the Olympic bombing happened? No. But was it, that, was it during your stint down there? I'm trying to think, was it? Well, it was the it was during the Olympics. Yeah, was it the ninety? Yeah, so I was there, but during the Olympics, we was up in uh, North Dahlonega, Georgia, uh, for camp. Okay, because we couldn't use our campus. Yeah, so we was at the military school up north. Yeah, and while they was just doing whatever, mm-hmm. so I mean, but it was it was cool, man. It was so, cool. So, um. I'm going to ask you a two-part question. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the one-and-dones, and what did you study when you was in uh, college? The one-and-dones, um, to be honest, it is what it is. I mean, because a lot of people don't understand some athletes' lifestyles or upbringing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd be a fool to have a $10 million contract that you can see right there. Yeah. And you come from a family that, you know, wasn't property, property. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. didn't have nothing. You'd be a fool to turn that down, Absolutely. whether you ready or not. Right. Now, sometimes you look at it. You know, it's a fifty-fifty. It's a double-edged sword. You know what I'm saying? Some athletes need to stay to develop. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know at some athletes that wanted done and went to the league and 
yeah. flop or didn't develop until four or five years later. The OJ Mayo's yeah. of the world, stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. You but know. if you're going to... Like, you can always go back to school. Yeah, you, hell, I so, went back to school to finish. Yeah, so it's kind of like... I just got my bachelor's last what, year. What is the so, advantage in, in staying in school when you have a job opportunity? I mean, you're in college to go and get a job and have a career and be a professional. So, yeah. like, you should get that money while it's right there. And then if it doesn't work out, you can always go, go, back, go to back to school, school and continue and your up. education and do what you well, would have done You know, if you didn't make it to the league. So, well, yeah. yeah. You know, I ain't. You know, I never knock the people that leave early. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's on them. That's the decision they make. But what about with football, though, Shep? I mean, do you, football is you, different, you, though. You got to play what three? I think years you got to play three years. Go. Yeah, you got to play three years. Do you? Is there anybody who you think would be ready right out of high school to go to the NFL? No. You playing with grown men? Yeah, it's it's different. Asking. It's it's different. Maybe two years, maybe depending on what position you play. Yeah. You know, can't no lineman go straight to the league. Not you lineman. ain't strong enough. Maybe a skill position. Maybe, maybe a maybe receiver. A skill. Maybe a receiver. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's a big maybe. maybe. A backer probably. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's it's a different breed. <laughs> Basketball, mean, you, you could do it. You know what I'm saying? It's more but it's, it's only certain ones that was able to succeed right, right from it. Right. You know, LeBron was a special breed. What about Maurice Colorette? Do you think he was ready to go to the to the NFL? Probably so. I maybe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We'll never know. Right. I wish he could have. Man, yeah, you know what I'm saying? He was a star, we man. we never really had nobody to really push the envelope to even make it to shores. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Now will we ever had that? I don't know. You know what I mean? But we can't it's it's something that you really can't talk about when you haven't seen it. So, um, what was your major in college when you were there? Business management. It was architecture when I got there, but that that shit didn't pan out. <laughs> <laughs> what did you like about architecture? Well, I mean, I just like art. I just like design, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But what some people don't understand, being a college athlete and you're on a scholarship, you're almost, to me, you're like a piece of meat. You're on, so you have to follow certain rules. You know, I, I had to change my major after my sophomore year because a lot of the architects, architecture classes was offered in the afternoon. Right. I got football. Right. So it was like, go to school and pay for it. <laughs> change my major, play football, and school's paid for it. Right. Uh, I take that one. Right. You know, so it's stuff that you have to do. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a job. And it's not as easy as what people think it is. You know, of course you're getting, going to school for free. Of course you're getting this. You're getting gear. You're getting this. You're getting fed. But it's still a job. Yeah. You know, and some people don't understand. It's really not. You're not <laughs> going to school for free. For right. Real. You you putting in the work for it. You mm-hmm. getting up at 5 a.m. to go work out before class, and then they expect you to stay up in class. Right. Then you got to carry a GPA. You got to do this. You got to do that. Then you got to be done with class by 1 o'clock because you got meetings at 2 o'clock. Then you got practice at 3 o'clock. You're done at 6 o'clock, and then you got dinner. Then you got study hall. So it's it's a job, okay. You know, so so, so I ask you there. So starting from playing, you know, what I'm saying like in the backyard with your friends and all that type of stuff, it's fun. Yeah, it's free. Yeah, you go to, you know, what I'm saying like elementary school, the middle school, the high school. It's pl- it's fun. It's free. Yeah. But now it's starting to be like a job. This is your first taste of. It's probably you know what I'm saying like like walk me through the feeling of feeling like that. You like, have to do it. Yeah, yeah, like you have to do it now. Well. The feeling was, do you want to let your family down? Mm. You know, or do you want your family to have to pay for school? Right. Yeah. You know, scholarship is three hundred some thousand dollars, depending on where you go. My family don't have that, mm-hmm. so you have to perform. You have to do some things that you don't want to do. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's almost like you carrying a legacy. You carrying the last name. Mm-hmm. You yeah. representing your family. Right. So you can't. Do something wrong, or it's gonna make your family look bad. Right. You know what I mean. So, it you know you gotta have some type of motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean you gonna have your fun. I had my fun. There we go. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> but still, you still gotta separate your fun from business, mm-hmm. and that's something that we have to deal with as athletes going to college. You have to separate the two. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, you know a lot of people. If you haven't been through it, you think it's easy. Right. But it's it's not. 
I mean, it's, it's just not. I mean, right. you know what I'm saying? You got to have love for the game mm-hmm. to even put yourself through it. Right. Or you got to have a certain goal in mind that you want to reach to have to go through all the levels of hard work that you have to go through. Right. It's not easy. You know what I'm saying? Bro, when you in school, um, now college athletes can get paid for somebody who wants to use them in a commercial or right. something like that. They get paid for their likeness. Right. Uh, did anybody ever – did you feel like you ever had an opportunity to – I mean, you couldn't have done it back then, but do you think back then uh, you would have been able to get you a couple of endorsement deals uh, from your stature? I mean, you did have a name. If they had it back projected. then, probably so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us could. Yeah. Um, I probably could. I mean, they did an article on me and called me the Dayton Flyer. Yeah. So yeah. I, I probably could have. You Definitely. know what I'm saying? I mean, I thought I was a shit when I got there. Cause I see my jersey hanging up in the bookstore, but you know it yeah. wasn't no name on the back. Right. But it was number ninety two, so yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's me." Yeah. Right. Thought I was a ship, but it was a dude called Rudolph, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who was there when they won the national title in ninety. That was, that his, was number. his number. But I didn't tell nobody. I was like, "Oh, they got my jersey hanging up." Tell yeah. everybody at home. So, I mean, I think a lot of us could have got paid back then. Yeah. You know, a lot of us should have got paid. You know, for all the money that they was making. Yeah. Back but then, then it's was, just it yeah. What like like the EA Sports did they have like a college football? Yeah, that, yeah I was on that, did but you, they couldn't put you, the names on there. Yeah, they so didn't. We, we didn't reap no. But you still them. did you ever use yourself? Did yep. you ever play the game? And how how that feel, bro? Yeah, it was cool, man. I yeah. mean, I wish you know now you look at stuff. Like, oh, I wish I would have kept that Sega. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh. Or I would you know kept stuff like that. You don't think about that back then, right? But it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I knew it was me because yeah. they had same year, same position, everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Had your so, number. You knew where you stood on the right. field. Yeah. So, so you knew it was, was it was cool, man. It, it was, was real cool. cool. Yeah, that you know? that's. I always wondered how that felt, man, to actually be able to you know use yeah. yourself yeah. on a video game. Yeah, yeah, it, that, it was cool, major. man. It was some. It was a sight to see, for real, for real. So, um, so you play all four years, but um. Walk us through that la- last game for you. Um, it was a bowl game. Bowl game. So, against West Virginia. Against West Virginia, which was one of the teams that try, try to recruit you. So, right. so, to you, this is all about, you know what I mean, you want to win. You all said, like, you representing the name on the front. They ain't got your name on the back. But you know what I mean? It's just for you, Ed, you know what I'm saying, and your family. Right. Um, what's that last game like for you? Uh, it was fun. I mean, because mm-hmm. I had some, some friends that played for West Virginia. So it was like, ah, uh, you know, we ain't seen each other since All Star Game in high school. Mm-hmm. So it, it it was nice. We was in Fort Lauderdale. It was the Car Quest Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, we having fun in Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, and when it came game time, you know, the seniors we was more or less like, we have to win. It's just our last yeah. hurrah. And it was a tough game because I think West Virginia had um, famous Amos, Amos Zeraway. Wow. So he he shook me on the play. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, so what position did you play, Shep? Huh? What position? What me? Yeah. Oh, defensive tackle. Defensive tackle. Okay. Yeah. So it, it was, you know, it was cool going against him, and then later on seeing, you know, it's always cool to see people you play against, and then they make it. Right. And especially when you see something that really make it in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like a Tiki Barber. Yeah. You know, I played against them, Aaron Brooks, when they was all at Virginia. Mm-hmm. You know, war done. I mean, war, you know yeah, what I'm saying. War done. So it, it's it's cool to see people that you played against that you tackled, or you know what I'm saying in the league and retired and some of them might be Hall of Famers so you know right. so but that that I got something that last game oh god <laughs> Chef, man, <laughs> come on bro tell walk us through you lining up in your defensive stance bro mm-hmm. and you figure out a way to get a sack man like yeah. like come on well, that got me through that man. moment bro like and then the whole stadium is erupting off of something that you did bro how it feel? Mm-hmm. It was cool. <laughs> Man, bro, I, I, I ain't one of the ones. I ain't one of the ones that be like, you know what I'm saying? I've never been one of the ones that, don't get me wrong, everybody wants the limelight. Yeah. But I just wanted to win. Right. Yeah. You know, we had, put it this way, it was hella fun because we always had a sack pool. Yeah. Everybody put in $20. Or whoever get the most sacks most for the sacks. game. Yep. Y'all get the pool. Yep. Y'all get the pot. It probably went up to maybe what 160 bucks. Yeah. yeah. 
But that's cool, something to though. do. It felt like a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Well, sure. Yeah. That hundred sixty bucks got spent after the game. Yeah. yeah. You know, beer and we might have went to the, the joint. I mean, yeah. you know, so so you end up getting it back, but it was just was you so just bad. wanted to play and have fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The crowd, the crowd is the crowd, but after you played in front of a crowd so many times, the crowd is you 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 yeah. know, tune it out. You tune it out. You know what I'm saying? So it, it wasn't the crowd. That's it is what it is. Man, when a receiver like a skill position or you got a quarterback, man, somebody like Brady or you got Peyton Manning who seemingly just take over games at like at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Is it like they have blocked the whole crowd out and they just in there just focused or are they feeding off of the crowd and feeding off of the energy of the Probably crowd? Probably a little bit of all of it. Yeah. And you might as well throw in there that they got ice in their veins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My quarterback at Tech was Joe Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Dog. Yeah. yeah. He lived for the moment. He was one of the ones that, hey, I want the ball, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Littlest dude out there, but he had the heart of – God, you might as well say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, wow. he was a dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So, you know, either some people got it or they don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I say it's a little bit all of it. You know, tuning them out. They live for the moment, you know, and they just a baller. You know what I'm saying? Just a playmaker. Shit, what kind of stuff do y'all say in the huddle, bro? <laughs> like, when you when, – I mean, you know, like yeah, I mean, these – Yeah, yeah. yeah we watching from TV. We don't know what's going are on. They, are you guys just in there calling plays or are you y'all talking plays. shit? plays. If your boy got – Burn, hey, bro, hey, shit, get your shit together. Yeah, I y'all, mean, you know y'all having, y'all having, y'all having like just a meeting. A huddle yeah. is a is a is an actual meeting where y'all getting shit together and yeah. y'all just. One thing we didn't do a lot was try to put somebody down. Yeah, you know, in football, you have to develop amnesia. Right, next play. you know, next play. That's that's every coach's quote right there. Next play, next yeah. play. I mean, even the best football player corner got burnt. Yeah. Even the best offensive tackle got beat. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's been perfect. If somebody played a perfect game their whole career, hey, introduce me to him. Yeah. Yeah. I want his autograph and his jersey. You know what right. I'm saying? So you, you have to go on to the next play. Right. You know, in the huddle, sometimes it's like, man, we got to get out this field. We tired as hell. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, one thing that I miss is the brotherhood. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? You you go to war with some of your best friends. High school, I miss the brotherhood. College, I miss. I mean, all of that. That's why I coach to this day. Yeah. To try to install that in some of these kids, you know, whatever that I went through. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's been a couple of times, you know, some stories. Man, bro, get, come on, bro. He's killing you. He's dogging you. Yeah. To try to get him motivated to, you know, step his game up. You know so what I mean? The, the huddle is definitely just more than just calling a play. Yeah, it's more than just calling a play. It's more it's damn near like a team meeting. Yeah. Know? And y'all know it's third and short. You know what they're going to do. Right, right. Like, man, lock these niggas yeah. up, man. I don't want them getting shit. Now listen. Everybody dig in. So, dig in, dig I'm going to say how bad I be trying to master my football games, right, because I – I, I, I was person. I always wanted to play football, but you know, what I'm saying? I like I was the king of the backyard football. I'm gonna let yeah, you know it right yeah, now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a dog. Okay, throwing that right shoulder. I got it every time, right? But anyways, <laughs> it's silly, yes, but to me, I be watching like football games, right? And then, like you know, like the end of the game, like they run out of uh, timeout stuff. I'm like, how can they put like a weak person in and then fake an injury so you get extra timeout? Uh, yeah, you really don't though. You do, but you don't. But they'll keep you from going over to your coaches. Or, and I think sometimes they do a time runoff on you, too. Yeah, it's like a 45-second run, run a clock off, something like that. Oh, yeah. wow. Because if that's the case, everybody do it. Yeah, I was thinking like, man, boy, I'll be getting that off. Like, Man, one thing that I've always wondered is, like, why don't football, like, a two-minute drill, it seemed like, bro, like, at the end of the game, team scores so easy. Yeah. And it's like the defense is always playing on that heel. So I just wonder why more teams don't play with that intensity more often through the game. It's fatigue settling in too, though. Yeah. But then it all depends on how, you, how well you coach them. Look at the game last night. Was the old Miss against Louisville? Mm-hmm. They was running. Yeah. yeah. Like they, Oregon. In shape. Yeah, yeah. Like an Oregon shape. offense, Chip Kelly, man. Yeah. That's how my they, team would play, rolling. bro. We would be running and gunning, bro. 
So 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 back to your story. So so after four years, <laughs> right? And the other way of doing it with Chef, man. We're kicking it with Chef right now. <laughs> big, big Chef, it's <laughs> yes, a big or a big Chef, okay? Kicking uh, it with Big Chef. Big <laughs> so um, so after four years, uh, um, like you mentioned before, like you still came back to finish your degree. But at this point in time, are you eyeing to get in the league or are you? Well, I got I got picked up free agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So like you Dolphins. went undrafted. So right. so did you watch the whole draft? Like yeah. That? Okay. They, you know, back then you had was like six rounds. Mm-hmm. So you know, I was told that I might go in the fourth, I might go in the fifth, I might go in the sixth, whatever. Have family over. How'd that feel, man? Like having everybody over there? Like I mean, like, it was cool. I mean, I knew I wasn't going going to go on the first day. Right. So the second day, I was just like, I don't feel like sitting through all this. I wouldn't lay down. Right. Party going. I just wouldn't lay down. But as soon as that last pick came, then my phone started ringing. Okay. You know, and it really came down between San Fran, Arizona, and Miami. Mm-hmm. I chose Miami because my cousin is a Miami Dolphins fan. That was your only reason for choosing Miami? Pretty much. And then I didn't want to go far away from, you know, too far. Right. right. I got family in Miami. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to go to Miami, which I don't have no regrets. I mean, I don't have no regrets in anything I've done. Mm-hmm. You know, because 